Hello. Greetings. Uh, how are you doing today? I am well. I am currently making yogurt. Cool. Yes. How are you? I'm doing well. It's a pleasure to be back on this wonderful podcast. Yes, there have been a few league members who have made commitments that have not held up their end of the bargain, which has led to uh, a lack of pod attempts plus Thanksgiving. Did you have a nice Thanksgiving? I did. We uh, made some food. I was up at my sister's place. Did you make any recipe? I know you like to cook. Uh, and you, you take great pride in your cooking. Did you make any new recipes that were particularly fun for you or that you were particularly proud of how they turned out? My brother-in-law tries to take ownership as he was the host. I played oh, more. So you don't like that? It is not, it, it is not preferred, but um, I do play the role of food consultant, and we had... I'll say several hours of conversation about meal input. So I did have a, a direct input on the contents of said meal. All right. It's better mm-hmm. than nothing. How about yourself? I had a nice Thanksgiving. Just stayed local. My mother hosted. We had a lot of people come in and stay with us over Thanksgiving as well. So it was good. Did you provide any input to the meal other than your participation? Um. I didn't provide input. Uh, Deanna did a lot of the cooking, and then I provided input in the form of I went to Lynn Villa Orchards and picked up some pies. Hmm. Uh, if anyone is pie? if anyone is interested in going to more of the Delaware County side of Pennsylvania, I I do highly recommend Lynn Villa Orchards. It was really really good. I believe Lynn Villa is like a, a Philadelphia known place. I don't think it's Delco. A Delco secret. Well, it's not about Philadelphia known. I guess like I guess if you're in Center City, it's like not super hard to get to. But like when I was growing up in more of the Montgomery County area, like going to media is, is far away and you go to like a Merrymead farm kind of thing. So I do like Merrymead. But uh, if well, you're if you even if you're not in Delco and you're in Philadelphia, Lynn Villa makes a lot of sense as well. So you're right about that. Well, I do think we're 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 soon to be down to two league members in Philadelphia proper, which will be that probably the lowest point in our league history. That is a low number. That is a low number. But Congratulations, is, uh, member Wittenstein, on your new new home. Yes, he was indoctrinated by leaf raking over the weekend. That's Sorry for spoiling that's that. a classic. That's a classic homeowner dude situation. Are you the? Are you a leaf raker? Oh yeah, big time. I. I it's it is a lot of work. Um, it's not fun, and you just got to do it. Are you a grass mower? I have. I hire a local kid who just like mows it for like twenty five dollars a mow. Last year, I was like, I want to buy my own mower, and Dan's like, No, we should support this local kid. And at this point, we can't really say no because like we're friendly with the parents, and like it's a whole thing, mm. and mm. whatever. I was telling Matt about the. Uh, Roomba-like uh, device for lawn mowing, and he was intrigued, so he's going to research it, but I find it fascinating to watch. I feel like that could kill a dog. 
I'm guessing you would want to keep a dog indoors. Well, it's I mean like a neighborhood dog. I don't think so. I mean, they're pretty low to the ground. Then then I support it. I'm sure there's some safety mechanisms built in. So for those of you who own a property or need to mow grass for any reason, take a look into it. It's probably got some good cyber week sales. Today's giving giving Tuesday. It is. There's no cyber anything. Everyone should give. What are you giving today? I actually did some giving yesterday. Um, yeah. So I don't really care when I do it, but I remembered that I should do it. So I, something that I like to do is I like to like go to random local GoFundMes and like pick and choose ones that I think are like particularly tragic and give money to them around this time so that they can like do stuff. Another thing I like is like people like giving toy drives and toy drives are good, but I like the ones that are like pay for a family's bills because, like, people, like, think toys are fun, but there's not as much for, like, paying the bills. So, I think there's one called, like, Keep Hope Alive or something in, like, the Norristown area. That's another one that I do. Okay. Okay. It's always something. Shout out, shout out Keep Hope Alive, if that is the actual name of the organization. Uh, well, if you want to post it on the general channel, feel free. I'm sure there's somebody who'd be happy to look into it. Maybe I will. Maybe you will. Now, let me search my Gmail to see what it's called. <clears throat> okay. Well, I just finished my yogurt. So, um, on a more interesting note, um, let's talk about football. Let's do it. Well, it's definitely not called Keep Hope Alive because I did not search any, turn up any results. Bring well, Hope Home. Bring Hope Home. That's what it's called. Is Hope a person? No. Bring hope home. All right, let's talk football. Yes. Um, we have two weeks left. Very jumbled standings, as has been discussed a lot. Uh, other than John Weiss and other than Member Payne, uh, a lot of interesting scenarios here. A lot of interesting scenarios. Though it What's seems the like most the- interesting scenario. I'll probably not talk about Josh's team very much because he had a really big win yesterday, dramatic win over over Dan's team that doesn't lock him into a playoff spot but makes it exceedingly likely that he makes the playoffs. I think he'd have to lose out, and he plays member pain. So let's just assume that Josh is in with that win last night. And you say, what's the most interesting? Yes, what's the most interesting scenario? Hmm. I think, for, I think John Starbins won, like, just, like, losing a game and then falling to eighth place with a series of, like, four different teams winning to make that happen is a very unfortunate turn of events for him that um, I won't call it an interesting scenario, but um, that just kind of sucks that he had, like, a – very bad double whammy of like everything, like literally everything went wrong for him there. I think that the points battle between the fifth and sixth place could be very interesting, but um, I'm hoping for Ryan's sake, it doesn't come down to that or he's able to prevail. Cause I have kind of said, he's had some really rotten luck with the Nathan Peterman uh, bait and switch and the oh, yes. Goddard fumble. 
So there's some interesting stuff. Uh, and there's also some interesting matchups like uh, Josh does play Michael. Um, that's an interesting one. If Michael were to win that, it could maybe take him out of the points race. I play against Kyle. That's a like both teams need to win that game. I will note that Ryan is likely going to lose and have a low score in week 14. He has one quarterback and no Jonathan Taylor. That is important to point out. And also, um, who does he play week 14, actually? Uh, And he plays – okay, so he plays against Kyle, Kyle. who I would imagine is more full strength because he has, like, some Titans who have had their bye. He will have every um, – he yeah, may so only the, have one quarterback, though. Let's pencil that in as a loss for Ryan then. So it's really a points battle. Um, and the question is, is he points battling against Michael? Or is Michael winning some games and getting out of the points battle? And if he is battling against Michael, it'll come down to the wire. And if not, he's got a really healthy cushion and the other teams – could be in danger. Do you think it is more likely for Mike to make the playoffs off points or seeding? Let's look at his schedule. So he's got Josh this week, so we'll call that a 50-50 without really going into like a match of detail, which I don't really want to do. And then he plays uh, Stinky John Weiss's team in week 14, which I am uh, thinking is going to free fall. Uh, I think you're kind of agreeing with me there. Um, we don't need to get into John Weiss for this podcast, though. He so I, th- I, th- I, think, I, I think that um, Mike's got one win in the bag against John and then a 50-50 against – I'd give him like a 1.2 expected wins kind of thing. So I think it's probably more likely that he gets in by being fifth place with like a – with like a record that's in fifth plus the, the points and that puts him in fifth place and takes him out of the sixth, even if he has like the same record as somebody else in the fifth, sixth spot, if that makes sense. So I think seeding. I'll go, I'll go seeding, <laughs> but he would have done it by points anyway, but I think it just like would break with seeding anyway. Do you think there's any chance somebody besides Ryan eclipses Mike in points? Namely, it would probably be Kyle. It would probably have to be Kyle, um, but it's it's unlikely. I think Kyle would need. Only have one quarterback too. He's so Rogers. Kyle, I play this week, and there's definitely like a Rogers issue. And and Dan made a really savvy move. I pointed this out in the Slack. Getting Jordan Love w- would have liked to see John Weiss make those kind of moves, but. It is what it is. Um, but Kyle really great, available. Really great move by 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 Dan. Um, I don't expect Rogers to play this week, so that's that's not good for Kyle. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's just like Ryan or Mike will win the points battle. It seems like actually. And the question yeah. is, does Mike get in? without the points, and if so, Ryan's in pretty good shape. Now, here's a question. So, John has zero waiver dollars remaining. So, he likely Weiss or Starvin? Not... Weiss. 
He spent all of his waiver dollars last week on Jamison Williams. That was that was some bull in a china. Listen, any t- I said this, I'll I'll quote myself here. I said this to you on a text. Anytime that you can pay all of your waiver dollars for a player who you could have had three weeks ago because you had a buy sewn up and just could have positioned your bench for the playoffs, you have to do it. So great job. Great job there by, by John Weiss. Well, so I but say that because – Don't want to trash him too hard because he is in first place and is doing very well. He is doing well. Um, I, I still don't see how he wins with – one quarterback, but you you believe that he need, he needs Wal he needs Walford to come back, and I do think <laughs> Walford is going to. I am glad he picked up Walford because I do think Walford is going to start for this team down the stretch. So I would be Perkins or whatever the hell his name is. Was he, I didn't even see half. He did he do anything? He can run. I mean, he kept the game close. Like he didn't like destroy the game. Bryce Perkins. Bryce Perkins. I was going to bet on the Rams, and I was like, this dude's too much of an unknown. I can't bet on a quarterback that I don't. He got eight points. Yeah, but he doesn't even have them. His question is, like, who starts with the Rams, Wolford or Perkins? Well, he could pick up Kyle Allen. If Stafford comes back, I would be surprised. I don't think Stafford's playing again this year. I don't know why he would. That team's a dumpster fire. It is, and he's got lingering injuries to his brain and elbow. Those are important things yeah. for a quarterback, if you ask and me. It, it looks like Jamison Williams is not playing this week anyway. Well, That's he doesn't nice. need him for this week. He's he's aiming for the December. But, like, don't yeah. spend all your fat like, – just get him a couple weeks before John. Come on. All right. Yeah. Um, I can keep um, talking through scenarios or you can <clears> ask <throat> questions. It's up to you. Uh, my next scenario uh, partially involves you about a potential buy. So that would be the another scenario. So John has a buy locked up at this point. Um, I guess the question would be, who would get that second buy based on how things are playing out today? Um, so uh, I've I've thought about this as well, and for myself, I've kind of thought that since last week, I just needed to go three and zero to make the playoffs at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think that's probably accurate. And it's also kind of a weird situation where, like, it's either playoffs or bust for me to go 3-0, but 3-0 for me also could mean a bye. So it's, like, a very weird, like, um, one loss drops me to seventh or no losses get me in second. So to get a bye, again, let's pencil in Josh for a win against member Payne. It's really going to come down to does Josh win against Michael? Um, If he does – he should go two and zero, and so have that buy, but that's obviously a really tough uh, task. And I, I do th- like I'm looking at the matchup right now because it's worth like actually looking at. It's um, the highest scoring projected. Ma- Michael's got Chubb in a good matchup against Houston. Tyreek with the Tua situation, so like he neutralizes the Tua in what I think is a. This is a strange comment. I think it's a bad matchup for Tua, but an okay matchup for Tyreek in that the 49ers DBs are a little bit aggressive, and I can see them giving up like a stray big play to Tyreek, but otherwise kind of shutting that offense down more than most do. But we'll see. But he's got Burrow, who's playing very well, Josh does, and has a high-scoring matchup against Kansas City. So 
I'm not, fr- frankly, I'm not going to bother projecting this out. It's, it seems like there's a lot of points on the board here and this is going to break one way. And let's say Josh loses. I would be in position to, if I do go two and zero, pick up that buy by winning the points battle, which is pretty neck and neck right now. If that <laughs> does shape up. If you were, I've got, I've got, I've got a closer to full strength lineup now because Jamar Chase is coming back. So like I was top point scorer last week. Hopefully that continues with the points at least. And it's probably one of the two of us for the buy. If you were Josh, would you start Pickett over Tua? This, no, 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 no. I wouldn't do that. I, I, I don't. Well, who's Pickett playing? Atlanta. Atlanta. I, I wouldn't do it. Um, but it is, it is foreseeable that Pickett does do better. But if you're just like playing, like when I think about Star Sit, which I'm admittedly quite bad at. Like I don't, I don't give Start Sit advice because I don't think I'm good at that element of fantasy football. Um, I, I try to think of like the range of outcomes and like, what's the chance of them hitting their floor? What's the chance of them hitting the ceiling? What's the chance of the middle? And the, the, if you were to play that out and do like an expected value, like I, I would put to it a higher projection in my model than like Kenny Pickett. Yeah. My other thing is that I would also probably say that Tua and Garoppolo are probably neutralized. Because I, I would imagine, I'm not sure. I agree with that. I um, I think they could perform similarly in this matchup. I will just. This is not Tua slander. I don't want to like make this into Tua slander. You be number so, one. Like, I'm not Tua slandering. I I'm, this is more 49ers belief, and I have the 49ers money line already in that game. I've already bet it, and I think that Jimmy is. Uh, going to have a pretty good week. And I think the 49ers are going to have a pretty good week as a team. It's nothing about Tua. And I think Jimmy is probably going to outperform him. Did you see that Jimmy Garoppolo has, like, the same amount of wins as, like, uh, what's it called? Uh, Steve Young in his first, like, 45 starts or something like that? Jimmy's got a great win-loss record. He's got a great win-loss record. And he's a horrible quarterback, but he's driving a Lamborghini. He's not even driving a Cadillac. He's driving a Lamborghini right now. And that Lamborghini will give him some wins. Uh, do, do you, do you regret your trade at this point? No, I actually don't. And it's not about like, I, I think that Mike won the trade, but if I made that trade, I wouldn't have done a trade with, with, um, I wouldn't have made a series of other trades that have led me to have a much better roster than just having Jimmy Garoppolo. So, like, I don't need to get into the details, but, like, I made a couple of trades that have, as a result of making that trade and needing a quarterback, I landed players that, in, like, literally, I landed players that include James Conner, Isaiah Pacheco, Jamar Chase, and Dak Prescott uh, as a result of that trade. So, I'm not, I, I do not regret it, but Mike got the better deal on that. I would not have made the trade at the time if I knew that Christian McCaffrey would have ended up on that team. Um, but oh, yeah, it is what it is. Um, I saw that, what, uh, yeah, Mitchell's out for the year. So I wonder what that, that's going to do for Whitmer and McCaffrey. That was something I, I was looking at. Really. More, more usage and better for his team. Do you think it's going to actually be more usage? Cause like, I feel like. I do. I think that they, they believe in Mitchell in a way that they don't these other running backs. And we go to see these other running backs more. And I think that if, if McCaffrey is healthy, enough he'll get the usage now that he wasn't otherwise 
I would expect them to maybe try to not burn him in the regular season because he's a little nicked up. It would be smart to do that, but um, it's it's they they don't have a lot of options. That's fair. That is fair. And getting uh, that two getting that two spot in the NFC or three spot in the NFC is actually quite useful because these ba- like the Giants and and the Commanders are pretty bad versus like um, Dallas and stuff. So like you you do want to get wins in the regular season in the NFC, so they are incentivized to do that. Yeah, no, I I've been looking at the standings a, a, a little bit more recently, um, just seeing where the Eagles sit. So I haven't been paying attention down there. It's still wild that the NFC East has all teams in the playoffs as of right now. So I was looking at the like I was just kind of glancing through the matchups in Week 14. There is a chance that like the Dan versus John Starb in Week 14 could be a like a winner go home match. But the thing is. I would have said Dan is, is suddenly looking a little bit vulnerable because he's got that low points total and he's got Kyler on a bye this week. Um, but he has kind of like magicianed his way into Jordan Love is starting next week all of a sudden. Yeah. And he's got a starting quarterback and the, uh, the good old member pain bye week as well. So member pain is is probably propelling two teams into the playoffs this year based on scheduling uh luck as as they would have it so uh dan is i, I think we can safely pencil dan in due to the member pain by a week and the uh potential roster move of the year getting jordan love roster move of the year that is a bold statement i i think jordan love might end the season as the starting quarterback of this team and he looked incredible and uh, I, I think that he has a Christian Watson stack too. There's a, there's potential for this to be a big big move for him. It's it is possible. It is possible. Yeah, I mean, I don't like his non McCaffrey running backs. Never have. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with Pierce without a any quarterback at all. Um, what I, I think Kyle has what like six bucks left or something small. Yeah, Kyle needs to spend a dollar on Kyle Allen because I actually like I actually think that um unless Teddy Perkins starts for the Rams, but I think that like because Watson's coming back, that's that kind of weird game where like kind of like when Russ Wilson came back and Seattle played pretty well, where like Houston shows up a little bit, and I could see. Kyle Allen being like isolated usability in this game. I mean, he he was never good though. Like he's he's never really played had a good games. Uh, no, he's not good. And uh, John Weiss, who's not listening, you should add Davis Mills to your roster and drop. Uh, let's drop Devonte Parker. <laughs> uh, let's drop Paris Campbell. One of these, let's definitely no. Don't drop them on. Drop Paris Campbell. He's got a buy coming up, and he sucks. Uh, Davis Mills is a classic. If I'm John Weiss, I am adding this dude to my roster. Kind of player. Well, I don't think he's going to listen to this, so he won't know. But he could also pick up Taysom again if he'd like. 
I've got a I've got a zero dollar waiver claim on Taysom, so I don't mind saying that. And uh, we'll see if I get him. Well, I'm gonna guess you will not, because somebody else will get him. It will not be me, but probably we will see. Um, are there it's a real any... shame that your team is not gonna have Deshaun Watson uh, deliver you a championship. But it's a real shame. Could ruin your chances next week. I am fine with that. Uh, it's just a real shame that uh, your your big title title push with getting Deshaun Watson and ha- has just blown up in your face karmically. The only thing was the the Hopkins trade. Nothing to do with Deshaun Watson. That that seems like a uh, karmic justice, if you ask me. It was it was literally three. Lo- it would have been three losses to three wins. That's the universe punishing you for having Deshaun Watson on your team. Well, all I know it was is a weird that... trade when you made it, though. I didn't like that trade for you when you made it. I didn't really understand the uh, like. Obviously, Juju got a little bit banged up, and it's a little bit different. But like, Judy got knocked out. What do you, you want me to do? You you traded the best player in the trade, and that is something that our league is very hesitant to do. And uh, you did it, and it bit you in the butt. It did. It did. I mean, it didn't help that both of the guys have been hurt pretty much since I've acquired them. So, uh, can't do anything about that. But they'll be back to knock you out of the playoffs. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I guess we should also just say for clarity, Matt Winstein's team is is Stalin not eliminated. It is not eliminated, but it's not happening. Are you saying it's Stalin for points? Man, I feel bad for John Starvin. That's a he's really just like got a really bad luck last week. Honestly, I hope he, be, I hope he beats you uh, because I root against your team this year because you got Deshaun Watson. Well, I am favored to win. No, actually, you're not. I just live on it right now. You're not, you're not favored to win. I could make myself favored, probably, but I don't know that I will. That's important. It's important to make yourself favored to strike fear in the in the hearts of your opponent. We'll see. I, I'm going to guess Judy won't play. Uh, just guessing. He could use Fournette coming back as well. He's got Pickens. John, I'm going to just – this is going to be a, a, a roster construction thing. John could have used a consolidation of receiver trade this year, and I think that might cost him. He had very good depth. Uh, I know I tried to go for that consolidation with like an AJ Brown for two of those guys. Didn't happen. Um, I think consolidation trades when timed well, uh, even if you're good, like it gets, they, they're, they should be considered by certain teams. And I think John could have benefited from maybe a consolidation of running backs trade, like a Fournette and a Pollard for elite running back X or McLaren and, uh, Pickens oh. for a better receiver or something. I'm pretty sure I tried to acquire Pollard and McLaren for Hopkins at one point. There were moves on the board for John. There were chess moves that left unmade. Um, he drafted incredibly well, and he has great depth. So this isn't me like telling John like you fucked up. It's a, he's he had a, a like a embarrassment of riches on the bench, but um, he he had a chess move there that was a little bit unmade. 
Do you think this is another example that you need quarterbacks? I didn't hear you after. I don't know if you're, you can hear me, but I couldn't hear you after you said you need. I can hear you. Um, do you What'd think you this? Do you think this is another example of where you need a quarterback? John Starvin? Yes. Oh, wait, he has Davis Mills. Did I say totally get who has Davis Mills wrong? Oh, never mind. Davis Mills is not available for John Weiss to pick up, and people probably realize that during this podcast. Um, I think I mean, he's he had literally has luck. Lawrence. I, 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 the answer is no. I think quarterback's not the issue. Like, it is the issue, but, like, it's also not the issue. We're like – these guys are fine. They're serviceable. He built the roster with other positions, and it just didn't really pan out. Um, where, where you would have thought Lawrence was a little bit better than he's been. But, like, he I also agree. had a good game, and maybe he's peaking right now, but it just could not – could be too little too late. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I mean, it seems to be, though, a recurring theme is you need to have at least one – this very year, having a top five quarterback presented a very big advantage for teams. And if you look at the standings, I just am sure there's a high correlation. Mahomes is the top guy. Then there's he's got, Josh has Joe Burrow and Tua has ended up being very good as well. I have Josh Allen, Kyler T cells. Kyler is a piece of shit, but he probably has like top ten fan. He actually is fourteen, so I'm gonna call Kyler not that top quarterback. Uh, Jalen Hurts in fifth. And then it, that's kind of it. So, like, there is a high correlation of did you spend a lot on a quarterback and is your team in um, the top five? So, if you spend a lot on a quarterback, yes. Turns out that Scott spent a lot on a quarterback and Justin Herbert, and it did not pan out as well. But otherwise. Right. Tyler's eighth in fantasy points, by the way. Yeah, but he also um, hasn't had his bye yet, so that's deceiving. It is. Kyler sucks, and I will never draft Kyler Murray in uh, fantasy football. And I have never liked Kyler Murray as a quarterback, and I'm feeling pretty vindicated about that opinion. <clears throat> I told my brother uh, the other day, I think Caleb Williams is a good version of Kyler Murray. I look. I'm. I hope he goes to a good team, and he probably won't. He is so good. He's so good. I he'll be on the Texans next year. He, I don't think he's el- no no no. I don't think he's eligible for the draft. He'll be on the Texans in two years, perhaps. Uh, maybe the Eagles will trade their pick and. Nah, I want them to get the what was it? Will Will Anderson. They have to make a trade up. Is there anything we need to talk about on teams or scenarios or anything? You know what, um, I'll say quickly because I'm probably not going to. I don't know if I'll come back. Podcast. If I had to pick who's going to win right now, I'm going to say Michael. Um, I have liked his team throughout the year. Um, let's see. What's going on with Garop? They've got solid matchups. Nothing crazy. I think John Weiss will lose his first playoff game. I would expect him to lose as well. Or if he does, it would be in a locked out scenario where like someone, like the other guy's quarterback gets hurt or something. Um, He's gotten great luck. Though, 
Josh is is catching up quickly on the uh, points against total. Josh is now only five points. John Weiss has, until last week, I think, had about like 11 points per game against fewer than the 11th most points against. So basically, John Weiss has had like a couple standard deviations to the second easiest schedule. Uh, it's been pretty crazy, but Josh is actually starting to catch up. So now John, John Weiss's schedule against is only five points per game less than the 11th place schedule. I would say the two best teams at this point in time are Josh and Mike. Um, um, I Josh has a, has a good team, but um, he could really – the fact that he's in position for a buy is pretty incredible. And when I, I, I thought Josh was a little bit doomed with this. Tua is playing at Buffalo in the first playoff week. So yeah. if Josh gets that buy, probably like be like, I am picking Josh to win the title. If Josh doesn't get that buy, I think he's in trouble that first week. That would that be at, week... at Buffalo is really bad. At Buffalo is a really, really hard. <laughs> that would be week up. 15, right? Yeah. He could also go pick it against Carolina. I don't think he would do that. I wonder what Yahoo Plus would say. I wonder. Yeah, I think I, would... I think I'll pick Mike, but if Josh ends up with a bye, you can just conditionally revise my pick to Josh. That's fair. Yeah, I just think I like his his receivers are nothing to brag about, but I do like Cooper with Watson um improving as a result it what he would also it what will also help John most likely with TPJ um and then just Rashad White just sort of ascending a little bit based on Fournette being out I actually am not a Rashad White guy for the rest of the year so I think that I watched some of that game and like if you're not running up and down on this Browns team I don't yeah. know if you can really run the football and they lost Tristan Wirfs very late in that game too he was more of a pass protector, but like that line's in trouble. That's and been in trouble. It's nothing against Rashad year. White, but that's a that's a bad offensive line right now. And I could see Rashad White being like a must start player that like there was a dud. Not a dud, but like is getting seventy sixteen carries for seventy total yards and a touchdown every other week. And like that's fine, but like he's not like not oh, he's got Rashad White kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's his flex. So, yeah. I think uh, it's, it's, he has a very good team. And if he gets a bye, I would predict him to win. Well, we will see what happens. Um, Mike it's Tua, been a great turnaround from Josh. He was in the cellar. And I think he's gone, what, like seven and one? It's been a really good turnaround for him. Well, he has two, the best quarterback and best tight end in Tua and Firemuth. The Firemuth one is, is big. And he weathered the Tua injury well. And, it's been a very nice turnaround for him. Solid management. Well, I know that there is uh, a big game today, or a match, as most people would call it. What sport? Who will be winning? What sport? Uh, in hockey. In hockey. I don't know, then. I believe the Flyers are playing the Islanders. Who's going to win? Let's say the Flyers will win. Do not bet on the Flyers. Always go against the Flyers. You want to tank hard for Bedard? Come on. You got to know this. You got to know that. 
Well, who do you, what do you think is going to happen with Team U.S. versus Iran? I think the U.S. will win one to, to nil, as they say. I, I do find it funny that Iran is, is flying in like several plane loads full of people. So they fill out the stands, pretend they ha- actually have fans. Um, I mean, it's right across the the bay or the gulf. Sorry. It's right across the gulf to Qatar. So? It's not too long a trip. I remember so I, was in the Qatar, I was in the Qatari airport in, in Doha about a year ago. And yes. it is always like, it just like, and I had like a really long layover. So I like really was there for quite a while. And it was just so bizarre to me when you looked at like the arrivals and stuff, it would literally be like Baghdad and Tehran. I was like, what? The, wh- who's flying to Baghdad? It's just like, I mean, like, somebody. Obviously, I know. It's like, obviously people are flying in and out of these like giant million people cities, like, like Tehran. But I was like, who's flying to Baghdad? <laughs> I mean, there's got to be people have to work there. I know. It's, it, is a thing that it was like my white American elitism being like, oh my God. But that's someone's home. Exactly. Uh, right. should, should I text my former coworker who is from Iran that the U.S. is going to beat them today? I would not do that. Why? Uh, I would say, one, they might not win. Two, you don't know a lot about soccer. Can't back the statement up. Three, Iran is going through a lot of tumult right now. And there's they a are. lot of shit flying around this match outside of the sport of soccer and uh i don't know if smack talk is is in good taste right about now okay i'll consider your input i don't won't say i won't take it for certain i may do a group text with my former coworkers to say go team us and and include him on it that sounds better i'll think about it all right well we will see what happens right. with that good luck to the league Except for you, Seth, because you were tainted from having Deshaun Watson. I look. W- would it be a, a, apropos to win the poop trophy with Deshaun Watson on the roster? The brown trophy. Yes. Um, I don't want you to win anything. I don't want you to win a single game the rest of the year. Well, I hope I at least win Week 14 against me. Yes. It would be disappointing to lose against Deshaun Watson, but uh, the way I, I the way the I. The way I see it is I need to win to get in and I'm playing for a title and I'm not playing for just getting in. So if I can't win a couple games to get in, I don't deserve uh, a title regardless. So I don't mind playing against a a loaded Deshaun Watson roster in week 14. I welcome the challenge. Sounds great. All right. Well, I will chat with you later and good luck this week, not the next. Goodbye. Goodbye.